This podcast has been brought to you by the University of Twente. Good morning, afternoon or any other time of the day that you're listening to this and welcome to our podcast. My name is Carly Frieling and I am here today with... Misha Zoet. Hi Misha. So, today we will be discussing some very interesting topics related to the Comet work module. Oh, will we? Yeah. And can you enlighten me, Misha, what we'll be be talking about? Well, as you said, of course, we have completed the Comet work module, which was a very interesting module. Um, During the module, we have done some company visits and alumni interviews. So, today we'll be talking about all the stuff we have learned over the last couple of weeks. Uh, we'll be talking about our future as well as communication professionals and the activities we would like to perform and uh, the organizational culture we would like to be a part of in our professional life and the skills we would need to do this work. But before we do that, what stood out the most to you from this module? Good question, good question. I think um, to get right into it, what stood out most for me is um, that there are so many directions that you can still go in like of course we did the company visits and we talked to the communication science alumni and they they showed me that you can graduate but that doesn't mean that your future is set in stone like you can still do so many things and you can still specialize in different fields that you would be interested in and yeah I think that's also I mean it stood out for me but in the meantime it was also something that was in the background already because you could see it like there are so many different directions that we can go into and that we would like to if we would like to see different uh, professions or different specialities we can still see that yeah yeah very interesting um well i'm gonna have to agree with you it also stood out to me because well before the comet work module i was kind of stuck in this mindset that i was going to do something with marketing or i don't know social media management And while there's nothing wrong with that, of course, I don't really know if that's my passion (laughs) or my end goal. Um, So yeah, the company visits, the alumni interviews showed me that there is so much more to a communication science degree and that communication skills are basically in demand everywhere. So yeah, there are a plethora of different directions we can still go in, which is of course very good because I don't know about you because I still don't really know what I want to do. <laughs> yeah, same actually. Same, like there are so many different fields that you can explore. And I mean, the study was really enlightening because you can just really see all the the different directions that you can go into and there are so many different things that you can do. But still, I'm like, whoa, there's like, I don't know what the future holds for me. I, I could be anything in like 20 years. So, yeah. Exciting stuff. Yeah. And I mean, you, you don't have to know already because you can still change and you can still develop yourself as a professional. But we'll yeah. get into that a little more. Um, well, what would you like to do in your future? <laughs> we kind of, <laughs> we said that we don't really know yet, but I think we have some preferences, right? True, yes. And also some s- stuff we don't want to do, maybe. I don't want to spoil it, but (laughs) (laughs) no, I I think for me in the future, what I would really like to do is I'm not sure yet, like we said, but for me, what really caught my attention was, for example, public relations or something like marketing that direction. Um, But like we said, like, I don't know yet, like there are so many things that we can still do. And also, I think (coughs) in the future, I would really like to 
maybe also specialize myself in something to see like what direction fits me. Of course, in my first job, I'm not going to really be able to do that. But I think later on in my professional life, I can see what fits me and what I would like to do. Um, and um, yeah, I think that's something that I'm really very much interested in. It's also that sparked my interest during one of my interviews that I did um, because one of my interviewees actually said the following. It could, you could say that um, there are not many um, all-round marketing uh, vacancies anymore. Well, and like you heard, she is a marketing professional, but I mean, it, it doesn't depend on the, the field that you're working in. But I think one of the developments that I saw as well is that there are not really that all many all-round vacancies anymore. And you can just, uh, of course, for your first job, you have to start based on your degree. But after that, you can really specialize yourself in a different direction or in a certain field that you're very much interested in. And I think that's um, that would be something that I'm very much interested in, to just see if I can find a vacancy for me that fits me and that it's not that much all-around communication anymore and I think that's also very important because like the interview said that's something that's changing in the field already. Yeah for sure and it's also something that we heard during one of the company visits I think it was to NADOP. Oh yes. Or yes. <laughs> I don't know if you can say the name but whatever. Um, like they said there like um, that you actually like take your first job and then you choose your second job. Yes. So in your first job, you can kind of you know find your own preferences, find your own desires within the professional field, and then in your second job, you can actually apply that and then you know specialize yourself and develop yeah. and all that good stuff. Um, yeah. Well, for me, it's still uh, a bit of <laughs> in the air. <laughs> <laughs> Don't really know what I want to do yet, but I mean, I still have time to figure that out. I do know that um, I do know about some directions that might interest me, like uh, consultancy and like project management. That sounds pretty interesting to me. Very and nice. <laughs> and it's something that I would like to research further and look further into. Um, because yeah, that's like basically in those jobs, you're kind of the spider in the web, if yeah. you know what I mean. Like you kind of have to uh, yeah, be in a, bit of an all-round communication professional to put it into a nice word um so yeah that really interests me and i do know that i also don't want to do certain stuff <laughs> <laughs> like i don't know jobs involving a lot of data management and stuff it's just it's not for me i think that that like data analysis and all that it has to fit you as a person yeah for sure but it would also be like a specialization that you can do, of course. I just of course, of course, might be not for us. <laughs> um, I was wondering, like, is that also something that you saw during your studies that you like project management and all those things? Like, how like did you see that coming back in your studies as a talent, maybe? Um, well, I don't know if it necessarily came back during my studies. It's I've always kind of been the person that was just a bit more laid back, a bit more like introverted, I guess. Yes. Um, and well, over the years, I've kind of developed myself into 
not being that as much. <laughs> so yeah, during my studies, I was it didn't really came back that much. But yeah, the common work module just showed me some new perspectives, I guess. Really, it did. <laughs> yeah. How? Um, well, kind of in a way that um, it really showed me a lot about the daily activities of a communication professional because that was kind of still very vague to me. Like when you're looking at LinkedIn, for example, you see all these fancy titles, all uh, yes. there's many words that don't really say much. Yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah, this module really showed me yeah, more perspective. <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah, it, and I also what what we experience is that sometimes it may be a bit hard to uh, see the connection between the working field and our study. And I think that this module was really helpful in a sense to create this step, basically, to make it easier to move on Definitely. after studying. Yeah. And it, yeah, it also taught me something about myself. That's so... That's really nice. Um, yeah, should we move on? I think so. Nice. So, organizational cultures. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, I I just I'm wondering like what what ex uh, what do you expect from your workplace in your future, and also what do you expect in terms of um, the culture and the facilities that they provide you with? Good question. Um, I definitely prefer a bit of uh, more of an open culture within my workplace, like a bit of, yeah, just more informal, where you can actually like go up to colleagues and kind of just, I don't know, talk about the weekend yes. instead of always having to talk about work. And um, yeah, I'd also prefer like, I could work in a big company, yeah, but I would prefer to be seen as like an actual employee and not as a number. <laughs> Yeah, if you know yeah. what I mean. Yeah. And that also really depends on the company, of course. But, um, I mean, during the company visits, I won't name names, but I've seen some cultures that I maybe didn't like as much. And, of course, during a company visit, you only get a little bit of a taste. But Yeah, of course. I mean, if the first impression isn't good already, then... <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, I... I definitely need a bit of more of a, an informal culture in my work. Um, what about you? What's well, for me, it sounds very cliche, but <laughs> same. <laughs> I think for me, it's very important that there's like an open and informal culture. Also, family-wise, that I can just um, talk to my colleagues about anything that might be going on in my personal life as well without them really like changing their viewpoints on me. Um, because I'm just the kind of person that if I if I have to keep something in, that's just gonna compromise my work. Um, but still, there's like a downside to it because I have to maintain this healthy work-life balance. Mm. I have to really teach myself where to draw the line at the end of the day and be like, this is me time now, and that was working time. I also I did my internship and what I really noticed there is that it's I'm very easy to like I'm very and I tend to not stop basically like mm. I can go home and then work again still and um 
I think that's also a development that's going on in the field because we can work hybrid now. Like 20 years ago, that wouldn't have been possible. But today, you can basically work from wherever you want to. And that is really nice. And I think that working hybrid would be something that I'm open to and that would fit me. But still, I have to be strict in the sense that if I'm working from home, for example, and it's five, I have to stop because I can easily work until eight. But that's like... I don't know, there's no stop in that, basically. Yeah, you kind of have to shut yourself down, basically, yeah. and take yeah. some time for yourself. Yeah, and I've, I've already started working on this skill because I think it's an important one, especially for the future. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's something for me that I should really look out for. Um, but still, in terms of the organizational culture that I would that I'm looking for is, I think... Also, I think I'm w- I would be open to working in a big organization where you have different departments, but still I need to work in a team where people can be open and where it's kind of informal, that it's just, you know, you can talk to each other about anything that's going on that might be going on. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and just be open to one another. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, I did my internship in a very small company with only six employees. But that also really suited me because I actually know these people now as well. And I can kind of consider them as friends as well, you know, instead of only colleagues. And that's something that I wouldn't like (laughs) in my future workplace. I think that's also something I would really value, that you can just see your colleagues as friends. Mm -hmm. Like you can just go out for a drink sometime or something and just see what's going on in their lives beyond work. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned hybrid working. Like, would you be open to a fully hybrid job, where you mm. only work from home? Um, well, we tried it, of course, during COVID, um, and I think no, no, <laughs> no. it's not something <laughs> for me. I, I would just get bored at home. I think kind of. And the thing is, I can work until eight, and then sleep until very late as well and i don't know it's just i need my structure i think and um yeah i just i don't think it would fit me because i would just get bored at home i feel alone and i think it's it's better for for me at least if i have like the structure of going somewhere and then starting at nine Stopping at five, like sometimes, of course, you're going to have days where you have to work late or work early. It doesn't matter, but I need this kind of structure where you're like, okay, this is working life now and this is me time. How do you feel? Um, Well, we seem to be in a lot of agreement uh, here today, (laughs) but (laughs) I completely agree. Like, I also need the structure of actually going to the office at nine and then (laughs) leaving around five. Yeah. So I can actually like be productive because I'm just so much more productive when I'm not at home. Yeah. Because there are just so much over so many more distractions at home <laughs> for me. Yeah. So yeah, I would definitely not want to be working hybrid all the time. And besides that, like exactly you mentioned COVID. Well, I was I was miserable during COVID. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, I definitely need to leave my house from time to time. Although I think on the other side, um, when you're working hybrid but not in COVID times, it can also offer you great like possibilities because oh yeah, of course. you can work from anywhere. Like you, ba- you basically, you can 
go on a vacation and work from there you can work from definitely from anywhere so that's cool and it offers you many possibilities but if you're not someone who travels regularly i think i don't know it would be preferable to work at an office from time to time right yeah definitely <coughs> um okay what would you th- what else would you like to say about this or do you think we can move on already to our third topic I think I'm ready. I think I'm ready. Really? Yes. (laughs) Perfect. Well, 21st century skills. Very Uh, important part, of course. Yes. What kind of skills would you like to improve on? You mentioned keeping a a healthy work-life balance already. Is there anything else you're currently working on? Yes, there is. Oh, is there? (laughs) Yes. Because next to the company visits and the interviews, we also, of course, evaluated our own skills and ourselves. And what was really funny is that almost everyone who evaluated me and also me myself, uh, I showed me that I have to work on my adapting skills because <laughs> there's like, I don't know, I have this, I have this thing that if I make a schedule in my head and it doesn't go according to schedule, I'm like all over the place i have to learn how to adapt to changing situations and um (coughs) i think that is something that i should really work on and that's also something i've already started working on and i think that's also something that's going to be increasingly important in the future because like one of my interviewees also said like every day is different and you have a lot of ad hoc things and Mm -hmm. ad hoc things are like things that come in all of a sudden and you have to drop everything for it. Just basically improvisation. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, basically. And I think that's, that's like a very good example of one of those changing situations where you have to adapt to what's going on. Mm -hmm. And that's something I'm working on at the moment. (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, I, I wouldn't see that as an issue for me when I start working somewhere because you're going to have to deal with it anyway. Yeah, very true. I mean, change is only going to come quicker. Like, Yeah, right. If you just look back at, I don't know, the past 20 years, how much, well, everything has changed, basically. Yeah. Yeah. That's also... Be, a, yeah. be adaptive. I think that's something that came back from both my interviews, but also the company visits. Like, there's a lot of change going on in the field and it can be from day to day but also from minute to minute Mm -hmm. and um do you have uh, skills to work on um no i'm perfect no of course not um well one thing that i definitely want to work on is creativity and kind of well expressing myself (laughs) it sounds like it sounds very uh up in the air but um which is also something that came back in one of my interviews um well let's take a little listen to what our uh, interviewee has to say. But I would definitely encourage you to develop yourself as a creative professional as well, because you might not think that it relates to work. Like, for instance, if you are very good at drawing or if you're very good at photography, I guess all those big things right now, such as video games, will get a bigger role in the professional environment uh, from this point on. So... Do not underestimate all your other creative hobbies that you might have and try to figure out a way that you can use those also as an asset in your work. 
because that that's what makes you stand out from your your peers well thank you mr interviewee for uh, your lovely quote <laughs> <laughs> um yeah well as he said creativity is very important and all those creative things quote unquote that may or may not have to do with your work is something that you can well still apply to your work if yeah. you want to and that's something i can definitely work on because well i don't really have a creative skill or something <laughs> that's like photography or drawing that he mentioned um so yeah that's something to look out for if i want to distinguish myself from my peers very nice <laughs> very nice yes um so what do you consider yourself creative I have always considered myself not creative. But I think that's also because I compare myself to other people. I think everyone has their own thing. Um, but I tend to look at what others are doing. Like Some of my friends are very good at drawing. I'm like, oh, I can't do that. So I must be not creative for some reason. I don't know. Um, but of course, creative. I think that's something you can learn creativeness i think it's something that you can learn how to master as well yeah i mean it's basically like every skill right like yeah. if you've never practiced it before then well, you're not going to be good at it no no <laughs> but yeah i kind of, of have the same like i always just consider myself a crappy drawer so mm -hmm. i don't draw yeah so yeah I'm basically stuck in this loop of not being able to draw yeah. <laughs> you have like this threshold to get started and yeah then, exactly yeah and I, yeah, I think, but I th also think that creativeness is going to be increasingly important in the future because, like we talked about, you have like these specializations that that are more important now than they used to before. And if you have like this one thing that you're very good at, and you can show that in your work and use that in your work, I think that's very important. I think so too, because well, there are only going to be more competitors in the market so if you can actually like yeah. put yourself out there in a more unique way yeah it's only going to help you of course and i also i think that's important uh that it's it's also related to uh the soft skills that we will be needing in the future because of course after your study you have your degree so you have the hard skills and all that but in the future i think soft skills are going to be more important and i think that's something that you already see coming into some companies that we visited or some of the pre people that I interviewed, like um, they showed me that soft skills are increasingly important in our work fields, um, but also others as well. Yeah, for sure. I, I definitely think in the future it's going to be less about your actual degree and it's going to be more about your actual like experience Yeah. In your well, your skills, basically. Yeah. So they're going to look more at you as a person than at you as a, well, alumni, I guess. Yeah. For our yeah. alumnus. I don't know what the term is. <laughs> yeah, I think, yeah, they're going to see you more as as you than as a communication science bachelor student. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, do we want to say anything else before we wrap it up? No, I think this uh, was it. I think so too. I think we've had a great conversation about our, well, our professional life, which of course is very exciting. So um, if you'd like to know about more about the comment work module, please listen to the other podcasts in this playlist. 
I'm sure they're going to be just as interesting as this one. And then I would like to thank you for listening. I would like to thank Carly for doing this conversation with me. Yes, thank you, Misha. And uh, thank you as well. And also to the listeners, thank you for putting up with us for, uh, I don't know how many minutes we talked. And um, thank you to Misha for sharing your uh, insights and for the conversation. It was really nice. And um, have a great day. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.